This is Feline from Six Blue Warriors. So the topic today that I want to discuss is something that has been a big deal in my community lately. There are a lot of parents who are really struggling when they have IEP meetings at the school. These meetings tend to be really hard for parents to attend because basically there are people who are sitting there talking about your child and they're going to slice and dice all kinds of different things to try and see what kind of services your child is going to qualify for. Now, in an ideal world with your IEP relationship with your team at your child's school, everybody's going to sit down and be able to look at it from the perspective of what's best for the child. That is what is supposed to take place. But that's not always the case. And unfortunately, in my community, like I was saying, that's something that's been a real struggle for a lot of people lately. IEP meetings can definitely be intimidating. Uh, Usually it's you, the parent, and then you've got some sort of LEA representative, like the principal, and then you've got like the speech teacher and an occupational therapist and the special education director and the regular ed teacher. And, you know, sometimes you go into IEP meetings. One of the parents I know said that she and her husband sat down to an IEP meeting and there were 20 other people in the room besides her and her husband. So it felt like her and her husband against 20 people from the school. The other thing that a lot of parents struggle with is you know, it's emotional for you and it's not necessarily as emotional for the school. You know, they know your child and they they spend time with your child, but they're not the ones who are responsible for them long term. They're only going to be with them for a year, maybe a few years, and then they move on to the next set of kids. And that's just the way it is for every teacher. But at the same time, you're the one constant that sticks through the whole IEP process for your child. The other thing that can be intimidating for parents when they go to an IEP is they feel like they don't know enough information to know when they can ask questions or they can say, hey, I don't feel like this is appropriate or that they can even make suggestions. Parents feel overwhelmed by their lack of knowledge about school education law. And so there are a lot of factors that can lead to a lot of intimidation for parents and Most parents I know, they're happy if they walk out of their IEP and they didn't cry, which is so sad. But it happens to so, so many people. So there's a couple of tips that I'd like to give as far as making the IEP process easier or less intimidating. So one thing is that you can request a copy of your child's IEP prior to the meeting so that you can look at it, you can read through it. You can see what the school's suggestions are, and you can kind of feel a little bit better walking into the meeting. Now, I don't always understand all of the lingo that they put into an IEP, but at least I get kind of a general idea. And I can mark it all up and say, hey, I'm not sure what this means. I don't understand what this means. You know, it gives you a chance to put together the questions that you might have regarding the IEP. The other thing that this does is it forces the school to make sure that all the IEP information is ready before the meeting. So asking for a copy of your child's IEP or the proposed IEP one week before the IEP meeting is completely within your rights as the parent. It is the the school's job to provide it for you. If you say, hey, I know that we've got an IEP meeting coming up and I'd like a copy of the IEP if you request it a week before the meeting, then they need to get it to you before the meeting so you can look over it. 
That way also, if you if it's a two-parent home, you can both look over the IEP. And for example, my husband isn't usually able to make IEP meetings, and so I end up going to them by myself a lot. But he can sit down and he can see what the school's talking about, and he can give me ideas and suggestions. So that's one thing. You can request the IEP ahead of time. Second, if at all possible, try to bring somebody with you to the IEP meeting. Never underestimate the value of moral support. The person you bring with you doesn't have to know anything about the IEP process. If they do, then that's great. But it can just be a friend or a sibling or, you know, your spouse, if you've got one, you know, just somebody that you feel is in your corner. Now, when you're trying to figure somebody out, figure out somebody to bring with you, you want that person to understand that this is a working relationship that needs to stay good for the next few years. So you don't want to bring somebody who's going to just come in and burn bridges with the school district because you do still have to keep working with them for several years with your child, but somebody who is able to help you and maybe prompt you and someone who is willing to say something every now and then to help keep the meeting on track. It's just, it's just so nice. And, you know, I've gone to a couple of different IEP meetings with a couple different friends and every IEP meeting is kind of a different situation because it's about a different kid and it's a different set of school people. So one thing that I did uh, during one meeting that I was at a friend with, she had a really great IEP team and they had a lot of great suggestions. And so I just took notes for her because she's very absorbed in, you know, listening to what everyone had to say. But then after you walk out of the meeting, sometimes you're like, wait, what just happened? So I just kind of took some basic notes for her. And then as I thought of questions, I wrote them down and then I would just kind of slide them over so she could ask them if she felt like she needed to. Another time I did end up having to speak up in a meeting. What I did with my friend is sat down with her prior to the meeting and we had kind of a brainstorming session so that she felt more confident going into the meeting. And then I just there was there as moral support during the actual meeting itself. So just whatever you can do to feel less intimidated when you go into the meeting is going to make a huge difference in how you feel the meeting went. And if you feel like you got to be heard, you know, just remember you are the one consistent person on your child's IEP team for the rest of their life. The next thing that you need to ask the school is what kind of data they have in order to support their recommendations. So if the school says, hey, your child is doing so well with speech, they don't need speech services anymore, then they want to remove it from their IEP, then you need to ask for the data. So that way they have to show you what they have. They have to be able to back it up. If they want to remove services from your child's IEP or take your child off an IEP, then they need to be able to have the data to support it. And in order to accomplish goals that are set in IEPs, then you also have to have data sessions that were taken. So, you know, if they only took data twice during the whole semester and they say, oh, they're doing great. Look, this is, you know, fantastic improvement from the beginning. Well, maybe they were having a good day that day. Data needs to be taken regularly throughout each term. So if you see that they have the data and there's only two or three data points throughout the entire term that they're using to justify this, that's not enough. That's just not enough. So that's the other question to ask as a parent is, where's the data? 
The last thing that I am going to recommend for this particular podcast is that you just take a breath before you speak. You just need to stop, breathe in for a second, and then talk. Sometimes we get so much information thrown at us that we just don't even know how to process it properly. And sometimes we end up saying nothing or we end up saying things that we wish we hadn't. But if you can stop, just take a deep breath in and make sure that you, you know, just... Okay, so my question is, and usually that's enough time for you to collect your thoughts so that you can ask intelligent questions and feel like you did yourself and your child justice. So couple of tips for the IEP. Request it ahead of time. Make sure that you bring somebody with you if you can, and make sure that you ask to see the data if they want to remove any services from your child's IEP. So these are things that I just recommend for you when you're doing the actual IEP meeting. I have other podcasts where we'll talk about different suggestions for what you can do for your child for an IEP and just, you know, things in general. But if you have any questions, please feel free to leave them down in the comment section or contact us through our new website that we have. I'm really excited for the new changes that we have taking place for, you know, just the different ways that we're going to be able to help people in the future. Because that's something that Chris and I just both feel really strongly that we want to be able to take the knowledge that we have and be able to share it with other people so that you can feel more empowered to handle the obstacles that come inevitably in everyone's lives. I just want to thank you all for listening to this podcast today. I hope the information was helpful for you and you can feel a little bit more prepared the next time you go to an IEP meeting. Again, you can listen to uh, Six Blue Warrior podcasts on iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Play, wherever it is that you find uh, your podcasts. And you can also find these on YouTube. They'll still be on the Six Blue Warriors YouTube page as well. I'm really excited for the new expansion that we've got and for the new uh, opportunities and videos and information that we'll be able to share with people moving forward. So thanks for listening. Thank you.